The problem with stories that depict youth is that they view its freedom from the perspective of someone that's old enough to actually value it. Whereas to truly be young is to be filled with the pressure of becoming something, the unrest of not knowing what to become, and the self-loathing of not having done any of it yet. Even worse, it positions aimlessness, the aimlessness of youth, as ideal, not as suicidal. The true ideal is the wisdom to take in the history and experiences of others, and finally, to meet another person's need, and to lessen the suffering of the world in the process. It's to acknowledge there is something worth dedicating your whole life to, someone worth growing old with, something to live for, something to die for. To desire youth is to give up on meaning. So this podcast came out of an experience I had the other day where I was talking to a middle-aged man and I just made sort of an offhand boomer joke, um, you know, just like, I don't know, it was just not very funny, not very clever, just an offhand comment about how he was a boomer because we were dealing with a, a computer or something. And he didn't get triggered and he didn't say anything like hurtful back, but I could tell that it cut him. And in that moment, I had a window into just how little respect the modern world has for age. As secularism has made its long march across the Western world, many things have been gained, but also lost. One of the things we've lost is a shared sense of meaning. That shared sense of meaning has been replaced with ruthless, narcissistic nihilism. One of the things we've lost in the transition is the sacred value of human life. As we leave our Christian foundation, human life is not seen as sacred, but it's rather seen as functional. That's why it's fine to kill a baby as long as it's in the womb. Why? Because when it's in the womb, you can't see it, you can't play with it, you can't play with its little cute fingers, you don't hear its little cute noises, you don't see its cute little clothes. And if it doesn't do any of that, and if you can't play with it, then what good is it really? The modern world has a similar approach to the aged. One explanation I heard for why our culture is so obsessed with youth is that in a capitalist society, we aim towards the people that spend the most, and younger people spend the highest amount of their income. So everything is geared towards them. And while I do believe there's some truth to that, I believe a much deeper cause is that as we've lost our conception of God, we became our everything. Why look for God when you can idealize a version of yourself? Transcendent meaning is replaced by self-satisfaction. And though it is a weak and empty substitute, it fills that one part of us, that deep desire in each one of us, to play God and to bend all of reality to ourselves, my body, my choice. In Proverbs it says, The glory of young men is their strength, and gray hair is the splendor of the old. The modern world and its obsession with being efficient and its obsession of being young, of being sexy, has very little regard for age, has very little regard for the wisdom that comes with the passing of time. But this is one of those ways where we as believers, where we as followers of Christ, of people that believe in transcendent meaning and meaning that will live after us, 
do not need to go along. One of the reasons age is so valuable is because time is one of the ways that we test what is true. Truth can be tested with time. And in that way, only the elderly among us have a certain view into a longer gaze of what is right and wrong, of the principles at play in the world. Now, this brings me to the next point. Maybe when you do talk to older people, they seem out of touch with the modern world. They seem out of touch with the modern context, with the modern culture and where the culture is. Something I realized not long ago is that the reason people that are older aren't in on the jokes, aren't in on the movies, aren't in on the songs, is not at all because they are too dumb. And some older people will play dumb, will act like the reason they're out of the loop is because they're just not cool, they're just not hip. But in reality, the reason older people are out of the loop is because they do not care. They don't care who the sexy actor of the moment is. They don't care what the meme is that's cool, what the song is. They don't care about TikTok. They don't care because they have their own universe that they created. They have sons and daughters and grandchildren and a husband and a wife. And when you have those things, all that other little stuff, all that other stuff is just noise. And I don't tell you that if you are young and you are obsessed with those things, I don't want to be condescending. I just want to say that there is something more than that. As someone who is uh, recently married, I guess I got married about a year and a half ago, the way that that has changed how much I care about everything else is a beautiful thing. The way that I feel that we are creating our own little world is a wonderful and beautiful and magical feeling. The anxiety that I used to have every single Friday night, knowing that I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I had plans. I didn't know if I would meet my wife, if I was out there enough, if I was doing enough to meet my wife. If I was being seen as cool, if I was being seen as a loser, if I was a loner, or whatever. That obsession in my head, that obsession of the ringing of the voices of the world, of the culture. That I wasn't doing enough, that I wasn't being enough, that I wasn't enough that that is not the case anymore. That when Friday night comes now, and it's just me and her, and we're just at our own house, the contentment of these tiny things, the amount of joy that I get out of just sitting and watching TV with another human being that I love very deeply is a feeling that I never felt before. And I love that feeling. And that does not mean that our marriage or our life or our attitude is perfect. It means that even though it isn't, it is beautiful. And if you are not in that stage of life yet, I want to tell you there is something more than TikTok. There is something more than what the world says is what you have to want, what you have to be like. There is something more. And so when older people are out of the loop, it is because they don't care. They have other things to care about. They have other things to live for. They have deeper wells to draw from. And time is one of the ways that we test what is true. And we need to respect deeply what time has showed them. Because there's a view that they have 
that only can be gained that way. Some things can only be learned through pain. Similarly, some things can only be learned through time. This brings me to my next point. Older people will be very inaccurate in context, but more accurate in principle. If you bring a modern issue to an older person, they will probably be wildly inaccurate about the context of that issue, about the context of the state of the world compared to a younger person. A younger person is much more in tune with the context. But the principles at play are usually more accurate from an older person. Older people tend to be more accurate on principle, even if they are less accurate in context. Because the time shows them the principles at play in the world. The things that keep coming up over and over and over again. The things that continue to be true. If you're a younger person listening to this, we need to acknowledge and deeply respect that there is a view of what is true, of what is absolute, that is only gained through time. If you're a middle-aged person, I have one thing to say to you. Don't pretend to be young. It's disgusting. It makes every young person depressed, and it should embarrass you to no end. You are an embarrassment to yourself and to the entire world. Do not pretend to be young. Act your age. And if you're an older person listening to this, and you feel that as you lose the context, as you lose the contact with where the world is, and if you feel that in some ways you've lost something by losing the accuracy of the context, I want to leave you with a few things. Before you leave this earth, tell your story, whether writing it down through a podcast or however you do it. Don't leave this world without telling the next generation what you learned. Now maybe you think, well, I couldn't write a book and I couldn't do any of that. I'm not that type of person. I didn't have a glamorous life. I'm not rich. I'm not famous. I don't know that I did anything worthwhile. Well, even if that's where you are, I want to speak to you. Let's say you made the same mistake every day for 30 years, and you lived 30 years and wasted 30 years on one mistake, on one lesson. Then tell that story, then tell that lesson. What is that one lesson that you learned in those 30 years? And why did it take you so long to get over it? And be ruthlessly honest about the story you had and why you made the mistakes you did. Because we are coming in your direction. We are all aging. And we, too, are vulnerable to the same things you're vulnerable to. So tell us the mistake you made and tell us why it trapped you for so long. And how did you finally get past it? What is your story? What did it teach you? And what would you say to a younger version of yourself? Those three things. If you're an older person and you feel like you are out of the loop, you feel like you have lost your meaning, that you have lost why you're here, because the world is so obsessed with youth, it is so obsessed with sex, it is so obsessed with money, that you feel that you have no place in the world as it stands. Then do not leave without telling your story and teaching what it taught you, the pain especially. And what would you say to a younger version of yourself? In Psalm 71 it says, When I am old and gray, do not forsake me, my God. 
until I declare your power to the next generation and declare your mighty acts to all who are to come. Don't leave your story untold.